first of all, I mean, what I what I must say is congratulations, um, because it's it is a phenomenal album. I'm not saying that just because I'm a, I'm a journalist type or whatever. Yeah, thank um, you. I've I've been a fan since the beginning, and uh, you know, since, since the humble beginnings anyway. But uh, this is, as I say, it's an album that. Uh, I mean, and that, as I said, just briefly, that's what annoys me so much about the fact that um, that, the, that the campaign wasn't 100% in place because it had every element from your side, musically, uh, design-wise, uh, production-wise. Um, it was, it is, say, perfectly on key. Do you sort of feel the same way about the album? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, particularly because we fretted long and hard with this one. I mean, we were already in we were already in a studio in May last year, I think. Uh, busy starting making the first steps of recording the second album at that point in time. Because the, the first album was recorded in March 95. That's right. So um, we were due sort of at least around about that time to be doing something. And... Um, well, uh, we, we bailed out after a week because it was just basically not happening. And um, in fact, very few of the songs that we were attempting then made it onto this album. In fact, I think Road was the only one. Really? Yeah. So we were in there with uh, eight or nine titles, even at that stage, and they've since then been dead. So, yeah, we fed it. We fed it a long time on this one and uh, waited and took our time and... You know, eventually went in in May, and that month whizzed by extremely quickly and went. It was actually plain sailing from start to finish. Mm. Everything happened very, very well. Mm. Uh, the whole coming together and the people involved and the songs and the way they turned out. Yeah, so you're right, it is a bit disappointing when, you know, when it's all been put together and almost given back to them mm. plate. Mm. And, um, yeah, no, I mean, I'll be, I'll be, I'm not, I'm never gonna, I'm not gonna turn around and say, like I said, they're, they're not blameless, you know. No, sure. But um, we've spoken since, and they've acknowledged, and you know, they've also admitted they're not, they're not blameless themselves, and mm. we basically just said, well, look, that's not the point. Let's just make sure we make it. Happen. Yeah, let's make it happen now, because I mean, what's great is, I mean, to this point, you, you moved the initial, I mean, over there, they were, they did a, 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 a run of a thousand, which have now sold out to the trade. Yeah. Uh, they're now doing a second run. And I mean, to that point, that was with, with no publicity whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, that must make you feel good in the sense that... Uh, well, it's almost like, you know, what would happen if we actually did push, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, that in itself, I mean, now that the... Since I mean, to the fact that, yes, the people who knew went out and got the album. Yeah. Now that the, that the promo will hopefully kick in. Yeah. Uh, what will happen on the back of that? Because, I mean, this album... And it's vastly different for a number of reasons. And I mean, that's obviously now, you know, that maybe you can just sort of expand on that, you know, on, you know, the difference between between the first album and this one. Yeah. Well, um, the first album, uh, the band is now um, close on being together for four years. It's three and a half years at the moment. So the first album, when we put that together, basically a lot of those songs were historical the ones that we've been playing from the start and you know they probably had a kind of, kind of hot pot of um of uh, influences and uh, obviously the, the the fairly noticeable one was the, the grunge seattle thing very much um combined with elements of funk and you know it was a fairly obvious record i think and um the ep that came out last year again 
we had to release something because we waited so long. But I mean, even at that point, the EP was sort of leaning towards where um, where Sam and Sky is. Yeah, well, particularly maybe the last two songs yeah. on the EP uh, started to get that rumbling kind of sound, which is now characterized on, on Sam and Sky. So we, um, yeah, the, the, EP, the EP was quite important because it stepped away from the, the album. Mm. Basically, we were saying, yeah, we're not all about that. Mm. Then the EP, of course, we weren't about that either after six months. So, mm. and like I said, we ditched over those six months of last year. We must have ditched, played, and ditched somewhere in the region of ten songs. Um, and come come January, February this year, that was where um, I hit a, pr a pretty sort of purple patch, and, mm. and uh, basically all the. Well, probably half of the album came out in the first two or three months of this year. Uh, I managed to hit a really good patch and mm. we're all written. So um, the other thing was we, uh, we'd been aware of the, the criticisms and the, uh, that, that love that South African journalists have of, of, of uh, stereotyping and pigeonholing. Well, that's a worldwide problem. I it think. probably is. Yeah, it is. Uh, it really is. I mean, I, I think that's something that I think every band is aware of when they, because I mean, it's such a typical question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People ask and they say, well, you know, what is your sound? And I mean, what? I mean, I was speaking to uh, to Adam earlier uh, from Amersham. Yeah. And uh, I was sort of saying to him that, like, with with uh, with their EP that they did. Um, that was obviously filled with influences that they had, it being their first effort, etc., etc. Yeah. Um, and they were obviously, you know, taking from from people who had inspired them, which obviously came through, you know, with uh, um, with, with with the debut album from you. Yeah. Is now with this album, it's almost like an introduction to who Sugar Drive really are, in the sense of that you've now found your. Yeah. Your niche or your, I don't know, sort of your, your, your style, your own unique... You know, actually what you're saying is hit the nail in the head because um, when when we first started the band out, there was uh, uh, two or three songs that we first, our first bunch of original songs. Mm. Uh, there was a song called Sugar Dry, there's another one called A Thousand Tears. Mm. Um, these are all songs that were never recorded, mm. but they actually are so similar in style to the stuff on the album now. Yes. So we almost started on the right track, but of course the time wasn't right, you know, we couldn't pull a crowd in playing that stuff. Yeah, but, but I think that's the problem, is it wasn't so much that you didn't want to do it, it was a case of yeah, the time was And also, I mean, I think that was there sort of an element of, I mean, you going after this, you wanted to do things so that you, you almost sculptured towards being accessible because you know you're a new, you're a new band you, yeah you were, you were trying to get your foot in the door yeah exactly you're yeah. trying hard you know you're trying to please you're trying to yeah you play it's difficult enough playing original music yes so you know because at that stage cover bands were rampant man they were, they were festooning the city with their crap mm. and um it was so difficult for an original band even to get a gig. You know, I'm not trying to sound... No, but I know for a fact, I mean... Yeah, it was... We're talking, what, three and a half, four years ago, so, yeah. like, it hadn't really sort of taken off yet. No, I mean, you were one of the first to do it. I mean, I, at that point, I was managing The Outsiders, and I mean, it was basically... Right, yes. It was the two of you that were yeah. the only ones doing it. I mean, I mean, I remember watching you play at... Um, where was it? Wings. Yes. And... Um, and, I, and I'll never forget as long as I left Barney making the um, the example that, that he 
that uh, Sugar Drive did the best Pearl Jam cover ever. And I mean, that, that to me, you know, that, that hurt like for a long time, you know, because that was the comparison and that's what stuck. It did stick and it stuck very well for a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah whereas now it's the same in you. This album, I mean... It's a million miles away from that. Well, it's, it's you. It's a, yeah. yeah. I think it's an album where, you know, you know, just this thing, you know, lyrically and also obviously just musically is that you, you it's basically a statement. Yeah. Um, where you saying, look, this is what we do. You know, we feel that we do it bloody well. And, um, you know, we just, you know, we're going to show you how well we can do it. I mean, and basically that's what every track says to me. I mean, um, I'm playing the album just once um, it was as if it was like almost a coming home yeah yeah no it is it's, um, it's probably the first honest honest reflection of, uh, of the band and and, um, and where it's at you know mm. and uh, what's nice and exciting about it is uh, we've managed to survive to this point yeah and um, <clears throat> we've still got our heads above water yeah which is uh, I think a feat in itself yeah we, you know it's barely there though I'm mean, telling <laughs> Anymore, it just sort of 
comes in and makes a little statement and somebody goes, hell, that sounds quite nice there. It's almost given you an opportunity to sort of, um, I mean, for, on this album, we hear you singing. Uh, yeah, the vocal gets a chance yeah, to come through. Yeah. And, and my voice is um, laid bare for all its weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it actually sounds quite fragile in places, so and I quite like that. Yes, it's, yeah. Um, well, that's it. It, therein is lies its originality. Yeah. I mean, a few people have said to me, geez, your voice sounds quite strange on the new album. I say, well, actually, that is my proper voice. <laughs> you know, the, the other stuff is not my proper voice. Yeah. This yeah. is the way I sound. Yeah. And I do have a kind of whiny voice, and mm. nothing I can do about that. But as I say, it, it, it works within the context of the music. Yeah. So very, very well. And uh, you, you, you obviously worked with Brian again. Yeah. Um, and also with Reggie. Yeah. Um, uh, that was great. A happy accident, you know. Mm. A nice little case of, uh, what do they call it? Um, oh, I can't even remember the word. But um, yeah, it was, it was, the way it came together was quite nice because we'd originally planned to use on production and Jasper uh, on on engineering again as the first album and of course Jasper was obliged to fulfill other commitments so he couldn't do it and even up until uh, something like 10 days before that we were booked into the studio we had no engineer and um, then Reggie's name popped up he was keen and um, so that was it but of course he was more interested in getting involved in the production as well. Yeah. So him and Brian agreed on a kind of co-production idea, and he would still engineer as well. And um, it did bring in a, a new, a new slant, probably quite importantly, um, you know, on, on the feel of the album because programming-wise, Reggie knew his way around the studio, and he could make anything that popped into our heads happen very quickly. In other words, before you lost the idea or the yeah. vibe of the thing. Yeah. You can make it happen so quickly on, from an engineering point of view, but then on a production side, he was also still sitting there. Once he got into the music going, hey, what about this? Mm. This sound appropriate here. And like sometimes we were going, hells yeah, that's not a bad idea. Mm. Um, Brian still sat on the big chair at the back, kind of keeping the whole thing going, you know, and yeah. keeping perspective together on it, which is, you know, probably there the main job of the producer so he just made sure the scope was maintained and that the album retained an honesty and representation of the band yeah was was it sort of important to have him there based on the fact that he had been there from the beginning yeah he he came away on tour with us over December where um, by that stage we were probably playing I would say at least five or six of the songs that had made it onto the album but um, we were still sitting there getting the ideas for the new songs and um, we'd already said we want to move it away from this riff-orientated cock rock, whatever other description was placed on it. Because we knew all along that it wasn't honest. We weren't doing ourselves any justice at all. And the stage shows were struggling a bit because people just weren't impressed anymore, you know. Which is great. The audience forces that a bit on it on you as well. It forces you to sit, sort of take a look at it, you know. Yeah. And um, although that's not to say that you, you're... Um, what you play is dictated to by your audience. No, sure, That's, but you have to be aware of what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. You want to survive and play and play gigs, you've got to, to a certain extent, keep a cool group of people happy, you know? Yes, yeah. Um, but by the time we reached the studio, we actually forgotten about all of that. We just walked in and said, right, the rules are there are no rules, mm -hmm. and we don't care. If it sounds good, we'll just go with it. 
we worry about how we're going to play it live after we've recorded it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. of course, we're sitting now having to spend a lot of money on, <laughs> on sequences and samplers and, and Gus got phones in his ears trying to play the click tracks. And uh, you know, sound checks are now even more difficult. And, yeah. But it's okay. Well, they're in last the challenge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Not at all. And, and, and the nice thing as well is that um, even from the live perspective, we've been battling to represent the stuff on the album live. Mm. And um, we've, in the little ways that we've tried so far, people have already picked up on it. And um, you know, we've had some nice, nice reviews. People who've seen the band, like Opie Copy and that sort of thing, have said, you know, nice, like the touches of the new the new feel and the new stuff they certainly have come a long way and have changed and, and I think it's important that people well like I said we've got to re-educate now and re-educate the audiences yeah and also I think it's a it's almost a, a good entry level level album in, in a commercial sense for you because the, the others I mean both the EP and the album battled commercially for whatever reason yeah um, you know definitely not based on, on yeah, there's a lot of politics there, yes, which is probably well. not worth. No, 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 we, no. no. <laughs> we, we, we know the reasons yes. for that, yes. but that didn't also, also importantly, that didn't force the changes on us. No, no, no. We, but, I mean, we, we would never have made another album like the first album. No, no. But the interesting thing is to say is that with this album, as you say, not even intentionally, yeah. um, you've. Uh, to say it's a ter- terrible phrase, but to say that uh, you mature. Yes. You know, um, to the point that you can actually put something like this out, and with it um, comes a wider appeal. Yeah. Straight away, without you actually intentionally doing that, which is perhaps what you would uh, maybe want to achieve with the first one, or not? The first album was uh, uh, more a case of, well, let's, we had so many songs, so, but of course they weren't pretty good. <laughs> We went for, uh, all right, well, then let's just layer the production on them, man. We went into, and and of course, we used the press and the Mauritius trip and the whole thing Mm. to create that. In other words, we became a band before we became musicians. Yes, yes. You know, we went for the whole, we are this, we're that, we're shagging, we're lads, we're drinkers, we're, you know, we're involved in this, that, that thing. And then somebody goes, what about your music? We go, we'd rather not talk about that. Yeah, we're working on that. We're still working, but at the moment we're a band. We get up on stage and we can thrash it out and audiences are going, great, man, this is brilliant. We get pissed, dude. You know, we can hit against each other and... So that was very healthy for us, <laughs> first album point of view. Finding yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, um, of course, it didn't take too long for the competition to catch up and overtake, yeah. and also for the press to turn in and go, actually, what's all the fuss about? This band's actually lacking severely. Mm-hmm. And uh, we already kind of knew that, but we, it, it just basically shortened our, um, our, fun le- our fun time, because we reached a point towards around the band slam last year where we sort of went, Aha! We've been found out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So let's just have some fun. We'll play this tour and then let's take another look at things. You know? Of course, we'd already recorded the EP in January, so the EP was still was already recorded, so we couldn't change that either. No, no. And basically, from the middle of last year onwards, was where we started doing a lot of soul searching and. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. had a good look at it, and and you might have heard on the album. Obviously, there's a hell of a lot of um, 
we've, we've got quite well we became less precious about the idea of being rock artists yeah. all that sort of thing yeah. we can't stand the, 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 the paradigm and the whole idea yeah. you know yeah. and it's ironic like I always used to boast about I used to just talk about our hair, these hair bands, you know? Yeah. Now we're all sitting with long hair, but we don't play the obvious music stuff anymore. Yeah, Like, yeah. people are saying to me, I thought you said you would never become a hair farmer. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, look, I quite like it like this now, but you'll notice that we're not leaning over our guitars with our legs played and, yeah, yeah. and, um, and rubbing our crotches in the front row. Yeah, it just happens to be the mood of the moment. Yeah, you know, so... Um, Michael and myself particularly started soaking up a lot of dance culture, you know, all the different forms, jungle and, yeah, you can and, and, hear it. Yeah. and trance and hanging out in 206 and listening. Flip up is my favorite thing, right? right. So that whole uh, massive attack and, yeah, yeah. and all of that side of it, that's what I really like. Mike's more into the ambient techno side and yeah. he's taken all that music and said, well, can you play that on a guitar? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I'm taking trip hop music and going, can you write maybe more commercially appealing songs with actual sung things? Yeah. Using yeah. the trip hop feel. Yeah. Which you've proven that you can. Yeah. Um, the great thing is listening to something like 10 Feet High. Yeah. It almost sounds like a movie soundtrack song. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Kind of. You sit there, like we've sat there ourselves and listened to it and go, come on, let's deliberately try and pigeonhole that. Mm -hmm. What kind of music does it belong to? Mm -hmm. And you actually can. No, you can't, yeah. No matter what. He's like, you're actually, so in other words, we're now sitting here for the first time going, beautiful, we've actually got something that is ours. Yeah, you created something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as I said, again, going back to the first album, um, that by comparison to uh, the debut was one dimensional. This, Very much so. This is the one where you've almost got a fifth floating around there that has yet to be you know, sort of discovered on probably on a personal level to everyone who actually, you know, really listens yeah, to it. Listens to yeah. Um, it's actually, you know, Jason, that's been the thing that I've really enjoyed is that from a personal point of view, not an egotistical thing at all, no. is um, people who've, in the early last two weeks even, three weeks, who've managed to get hold of the album, they've come up and said, man, the new album is beyond belief. Yeah, um, it is. You know, it's compared to what we've, we've heard in the past, which, and these are people who've followed the band from the start. Yeah. And they're going, this is beyond belief, it's just phenomenal. And, um, and like, people are going, and I've, I was just listening to it for the fourth or fifth time there, mm. and the lines in such and such a song started, and so I started reading the lyrics. Mm. Mm. And then listened to the whole album and listened to the lyrics, and I was, man, mm. the lyrics are they're funny at times, but nobody probably sees it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're sometimes they're quite cynical and... Well, it opens itself to, to, to all of that. I mean, you know, as I say, I mean, I think it was, there were things that people said about the first album that said, yes, you know, uh, you know, the quieter songs or even, even, a, even a ballad. Yeah. Um, you know, as with, with any band who has a harder edge, they tend to sort of do that far better than a band that does that all the time. Yeah. Um, and they're going to, you know, if only there was a little bit more of that. And that's almost as if subliminally you've done that. Yeah. Uh, but you but you haven't sacrificed, you know, any of that. So, so, I mean, you haven't, um, you've actually taken what you had initially and built on that. Yeah. Um, and obviously added and done all your own. Uh, you know, we've all come together and now created this, this little monster. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that, um, as I say, this is the album, personally, that um, you could quite happily package and, uh, you know, send it anywhere and it would uh, and it would stand up. I mean, that was the, 
with, 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 uh, with the debut album you had uh, perfect production which South African bands never had yeah so uh, that in itself was yes. what gave it um, gave it gave it it's edge yeah yeah and now you've got the production again and now you've got you know it's almost you, you could have titled this album uh, the same as the debut you know hey Cody <laughs> 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 We're here for another knock yeah. on the door. Here, we'd yeah. like another chance, please. Yeah, yeah. So we just had a bit of an identity crisis. On the yeah, we think we've solved all the uh, little things that you said we had solved. Yeah, look, you know, here's here's the the checklist. <laughs> yeah, you might see now we've actually fulfilled all the criteria you asked. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the the cool thing about it is listening to it. I actually listen to it and I go right now because no, I can listen to it and go this perfectly captures the personality of our band. Yeah really does because um, it, it, it actually is quite sensitive in places other times it storms all over you yeah. it's very schizophrenic actually yeah, yeah. and well chameleon like is probably a better way of, mm, mm. which is like us as well you know mm. and um, you know like some tracks it, it actually it hides away from you so that you, you actually sit there going hell's teeth man that drummer is playing the fucking hell out of those yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't realise until you actually you focus in on yeah, it exactly. and you can hear the bass is storming away and there's a mm. bit of distortion on that thing mm. as well but the overall song is masking it because yes. you know there's a, an overall feel coming off of it absolutely and, and therein is the strength because that's I, I must admit I don't think there are many bands that can actually say that they've been able to do that successfully well, yeah. Because there's, 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 there's always been the extremes, you know, that, that now all of a sudden you, you know, you found sort of common ground somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, and therein, I think, to say to me, that's where the the album's identity uh, or originality lies. Yeah. You know, and, and will give you that edge personally, internationally, quite, quite happy. I hope so. Mm. I do hope so. No, I mean, I, I do cringe when I hear the first album, I must be honest. Well, I think every band probably does to a certain extent. Yeah. It was required at the time. Otherwise, I don't, without that album, you wouldn't be where you are now. Well, true enough. It, look, I mean, yeah, not taking anything away from it. It, hmm. uh, it, had, it had quite a lot of street cred and swagger about it. It, hmm. it was more attitude than anything else. Yeah, but it works. It, it worked for, for the time it came out, and it probably worked very well for you because yeah. at that point... Um, you weren't at that point where you could sort of comfortably express your music the way you have now with, uh, with the new album. Yeah, the focus wasn't there, so rather than not do anything at all, mm. at least, you know, do this. Yeah. Even, even if it means putting your frustration down, you know, mm, mm. and it lacks any direction. Yeah. Yeah, maybe from that point of view, you could probably say there's no such thing as a bad album, you know? No, no. Um, Absolutely not. But, yeah, for, for the band individually, it is probably quite quite an important um, quite an important album. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, yeah, I must say, I'm, I'm very pleased. I'm just very frustrated at the moment that yeah, uh, wheels are not turning. Well, we, we are doing our bit from our side. No, thank you very much. <laughs> she hates me now, but it's okay. Hey. <laughs> I don't care. No, it doesn't matter, you see. That's, that's the... Anything, she needs me more than I need her. Well, this is it, and, and uh, yeah, I mean, you, you guys are. And we will do it, I'm sorry, because if it was a Chanel, I wouldn't bother. Yeah. Because there would be no point, but there is, you know, there are, you know, two, four, six, eight, ten, thirteen good reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I've, been, I've been kind of, um, I'm quite kind of 
what's the word, touched, I suppose, because um, our, our sort of tendency for the band is like, we've just recorded the album and we're quite happy with it, you know, we're really pleased with it. Yeah. We've had a lot of great feedback. Yeah. And of course, the last two or three weeks then goes and happens on yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're sitting back scratching our heads going, maybe it's not that good. You know, maybe everybody's wrong. Not at all. But uh, then what happens is a rallying cry from, you know, yourselves and Clint and Nancy who stand, who are standing up now going, yeah. no way, we cannot afford to let this album sink. Not at um, all. Because it's it's too strong to let that happen. No, because, I mean, especially for a band like yourselves who have gone through so much, I mean, this is, yeah. you know, the, the, there's a movie in, you know, in, in the life of Sugar Drive up to this point, you know, I mean, as you said in the beginning, as far as the survival aspect is concerned, I mean, my lights had a sheer frustration, you know, 18 months ago, you could have just said, well, you know, we've had our fun. Yeah. Um, you know, and typically, I mean, you had every excuse, the South African music scene, uh, you know, uh, your market size, etc., etc. You, you could have, but you didn't. Um, and, you know, you've, I think what would be nice about this is, is when it does hit home, and it will, um, is that you can basically stand up there and you will be the ones to turn around and say, we did this. Yeah. This is our album. This is a true reflection of what we did. And um, you proved a point within the first week of sale um, that you can actually do this by yourself. Um, you need, obviously, you need the, you do need that, that muscle behind it, but yeah. the credibility is there. The credibility has already been good enough to the tune of exactly. two and a half thousand, whatever Exactly. Very, very, um, very encouraging, actually. Yeah, because uh, even having a meeting last week when we realized all this, and Clint and Nancy said, well, we're not going to let this lie down, neither is, and they named your names and a couple of other guys, and it's like, everybody's listening to the album says it cannot happen like this, so let's do something about it. And, and we were sitting there kind of going, wow, man, it, like, normally the band should be yeah. people fighting for this, yeah. but we were so, I think we were actually so pumped by the fact that nobody was doing anything, it kind of, yeah, yeah. we were sitting going, whoa, and immediately you just, like, you, you attack what you've got, you go, yeah. the product's fault. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that, that is yours, that is what is sacred to you, yeah. you know, and I mean, the thing is that you're going to have a fun time as it is trying to, you know, obviously going out and promoting this on your own, Steve. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and you're going to hit hurdles there as you as you did with the first. But um, by rights, the doors will you know will open far easier now. Um, and so, and, and I think the most ironic thing is the day that, uh, and I think that day is fast fast coming, is um, when the album gets picked up um, overseas. Yeah. Um, that the focus will, you know, everyone will be your friend, and everyone will fall over backwards to do yeah. things for you. And that to me is, is just the you know the irony of it is that that it, it, it shouldn't have it's a foregone conclusion that's the way it, it should have it should have happened that way regardless of you know um, of there being focus either from outside or from, from anybody else. Yeah. I mean if we can't generate it here, you know um, you know there's no point in waiting because everything is just prepped. I mean the songs are perfect, uh, the timing is perfect. Um, you know. It would, it would be a sad day if the, the only day or the, the record company and say and, and the people sort of went to many events to happen and then started taking accolades as that friction was notorious for that. Oh yeah. You know. Um, and I don't want that to happen because there's so much that must happen between then and now to get it to that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 um it's true what you're saying because um 
the way I've been looking at it is like we've been kind of cruising along for three years now, product and gigging. And we've, first of all, when we first came out, it was Urban Creep who were the big band in the money. Um, they occupied the headlines. We were just an underground band playing away. Yeah. Then, um, then a squeal took over from there for another six or seven months. And we were still cruising along, playing gigs with them. And then the new girls came and nobody else would be able to get a look in. But then Just Ginger had come along and taken over again. So um, the whole time is like we've just been cruising along and shoved actually more and more into the back backward recesses of the whatever you want to call it um, most familiar 20 band names in the country so um, it's like and I've kind of sat back and gone cool no problem There's a lot of politics and hype and things like that that, that need to happen and yeah so what if you become the biggest band in South Africa nice great but you do need that you as do much need as it's, yeah. it is fickle you do need that you do but I mean I'm quite content now to be counted in amongst, say, the top five albums of the year. Well, but they're going to talk long before us. They'll talk about New Girls, Just Ginger, and Squeal. Well, based, with that. Yeah, but based based on the longevity of their current albums. But yeah, but if ours gets picked up internationally, yes, then I still want to turn around and go. Mm-hmm. Told you so. And you will have that day. I will. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not a vindictive person. No, but... but <laughs> it'd be nice to turn around and, see and say to people, you see, yeah. this is the way industry works. Yeah. It's not about who the best band or the flavor of the month is. It's yeah. about the best album and song. Exactly. exactly. And South Africa is not a microcosm of the world. Exactly. It's its own place, and if you're Africans, uh, the Stellenbosch scene or Kurzkom bass and all that means the world to everybody. And importantly, it is too, because it's reaffirmed Africans' culture, youth identity, and what else, and it's been crucial. Mm-hmm. It's pulled so many people back out of the and given them a, an identity again. And sure. I've got no problem playing second fiddle to that. No, sure, but, and, the, uh, but I think of all the albums, I mean, so, um, and the only other one that comes close, that, as far as I'm concerned, isn't in the same ballpark of, of album releases this year. Yours is the the only one. I mean, even this is to date that I ha- I can listen to, and without it having either an African feel or having um, any kind of outside or even South African influence to it, um, it's the only album that is truly an original, a truly original album without. You know, without it being either South African or yeah, world album. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, even if it was released in Australia, it would be, yeah. wow, this is such an original sound. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you're not listening to it going, ah, oh, yes, there's an influence of this, which you do with the new books, you know, um, and you would do, obviously, with the likes of Just Ginger, just do the fact of what they, the kind of stuff they do. Yeah. But with this album, you like going, this is actually something that shouldn't have been created yet. Yeah. You know, um, which therein lies its phenomenalness there's such a word. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Hey, well, well, what the hell, man? It's yeah. great. <laughs> you can have it, yeah. Brilliant. You phenomenality. Yeah. <laughs> you know. There's a song in there, I'm sure. Yeah. You know. Brilliant. <laughs> like, Paul, I've taken up way too much of your time. No, it? man, I'm not in any rush. You yeah. know, the problem is we haven't had much opportunity to talk to anybody about this album like I say we've been struggling you know well you know the story um, we know what it's about and basically you know it's going to be great people come forward and say hey give us a quick story on it we'll gladly tell the story because and you must I think it's um, I think it's a good story I think it's um, it's about 
story about perseverance and um, and uh, being a little bit on the stupid side. Yeah, and incredible growth, you know. Yeah, the, well, that's something that you obviously you can't perceive yourself too no. easily until you suddenly hear it coming back at you, you know. Mm -hmm. and, um, when I heard the mastered version of this album, it actually blew me away. I was quite I was quite dumbstruck by it, you know, because mm -hmm. my I bought the Stringbook New Girls album uh, two months, a few months ago, and um, I, I listened to it. Okay, it, it's a little bit long in terms of 18 tracks, and some of them repeat themselves, and yeah. they could have put it down in 12 or 13 tracks. Absolutely. 45 minutes, and you would have had it. Well, it is a great, that's what I'm saying. I think it's, like, I listened to it, and I thought, man, this is the best South African album I've heard. And the previous one I bought before that was Irving Creek's Tightroper. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was the best South African album I'd heard. Um, and I was thinking, wow, you know, we'd already finished recording, of course, so you know, it was in May or June they released that album. So I was sitting there listening to the new because I'm going, it'll take a lot to steamroll with this one. Yeah. And then, I'm not trying to sound, and please don't write this. No, no. <laughs> the tape is stopped. It's off the record. Yeah. When I heard ours, and I, and I sat down and listened to ours, and I almost said, right, play play a totally objective thing here and listen to the two albums. And I think ours just goes into that extra dimension. Exactly. The Nude Girls, you've got it, like I was saying, what I'm saying is, try to ignore the Nude Girls' personality in terms of all the stuff you read. Yeah. And get on there just two records mm. and, um, and listen to them at the face value. Mm. The ours without sounding egotistical or anything, it so does go into a different dimension. It does, it does. And, that, and that has been a, a dimension lacking. And I think everyone has tried so hard. I mean, everyone knew that it was there. Yeah. But nobody knew how to actually get there. You see, the thing, the Just Ginger album, as much as everybody slags them off for sounding, maybe sound alike, you know, they do have a sound, and they do have, importantly, depth. And it will, and it will grow. It will yeah. Grow. I mean, the thing is, you've got to give them their juice from where they are. Yeah. It? Again, the same thing will, will happen with them if they, if they play their cards right. Yeah. Um, There's an incredible, they've got a great soul in their band, you know? As much as you wouldn't believe it, the personalities who make it up, I mean, apparently, you know, they fight with each other and they're quite stroppy in interviews. And yeah. They're fairly full of themselves, but forget about that. Listening to the music, there is quite a lot of depth and soul in that in that band's album. Yeah, and, and, and so that the growth will come from that, as did with yours. Yeah. Um, but as I say, there's, there is no comparison. No, there is no comparison. And I don't, I don't honestly think that there ever could be, even from here on out, um, because this album, even for yourselves, will become a platform yeah. um, from which your, your next album will come. And uh, it'll become a reference point, I think, for a lot of other bands. Uh, well, that's, that's, you know, that's probably going to be the moment when contentment will start to creep into our... Uh, our music, musical uh, egos or whatever, is when yeah. pull into Wings Beat Bar some night and to see a three-piece band with a little beatbox going, playing stuff trippy oriented or ambient oriented yeah. or just overall it's just got a great mood and sound to it. And you, you sit there going, oh shit, somebody's <laughs> listened to our album. But that, that is that is what actually where you would want to be. Well, that's it. That's, that's what I'm it. saying. That's yeah. it. That's it. You yeah. want that. Yeah. We'll start to, you know, and, and actually that puts a major boost into you and you turn around and go, right, that's it. I'm already working on the next um, three tunes ahead now onto the new stuff. Lovely. And um, I think the new stuff, I'm actually sitting here going, damn, 
wish we had this stuff done. Yeah, but that's, but I mean, that's, as I say, gives you your longevity. I mean, you, you basically got a, you know, you've got so much scope now that you've actually given yourself based on the amount of influence that you put into this album. Yeah. It, it can go one of 13 ways. You know, yeah, but well, that's a nice thing to say, actually. Yeah, Thanks. yeah no, it's, it's, it's the truth. Because, yeah, there are 13 different yeah. moments on that. On that. 13 credible, fully, sort of, complete um, possibilities. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. can actually, you can probably group certain of them together, mm-hmm. but they still don't sound the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, certainly, it's like, you know, that means now that when we write tunes, you can sort of go, take track six. Mm. Imagine that two steps beyond that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Take track 13. Almost, in other words, the next album could almost write itself. Yeah, exactly. If this album obviously gets a shot in the arm and, and it's given its chance. And it will. I hope so. It will. It will. And uh, it'll have nothing to do with you. It'll have everything to do with what's on what's on there. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's what? I hope so. Watch. Yeah, watch the space. Well, I'm glad you guys have definitely <laughs> got the confidence. So, uh, no. it's starting to rub off on me anyway. Well, good. And, and it should. It should. <laughs> so it's, uh, that is where it is. And you, the, the sooner you realize that, the better off we all will be, you know? Yeah. <laughs>